How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. All right, enough about me here on a Wednesday. I just taped a quick interview with Elizabeth Brown, who's a feminist, she says. She's a writer for uh, Reason. You can find her at E.N. Brown. We'll talk to her in a few minutes. Um, I think she's been on a couple of other stations, and she was sort of in the, at the beginning of it leading the charge, saying, hey, can we ask some questions here about Bob Kraft before we immediately say it's sex trafficking, it's this, it's that, and now we found out that there's no sex trafficking involved at all, so... She deservedly so, I think, deserves to take a victory lap for asking questions and having an open mind. And she brings up some good points. And it's it, it, it was it's sort of a quick interview. I just want to get her on to hear her thoughts because I haven't really talked about the craft thing since it happened, um, other than having um, the other woman on a few weeks ago. Um, so she was good. It was good. It was, I mean, for, for this world, sort of a brief conversation, 15, 20 minutes, asked a few questions, uh, got her in and out. We're running around here doing a lot of stuff today. We're doing producer interviews, which continue. I know Marosa won't like to hear that. Um, we've had a few. They've been good. We have a few more uh, this week. Um, from a show perspective, I think we're getting closer and closer to bigger announcements. Uh, and, you know, and I understand when you're listening, now, you're rolling your eyes when you're hearing that because you've been hearing that for whatever. I mean, I started doing these podcasts again, I guess, in January or February, right? So um, it's been two or three months of that. And I, I you know, and I, I stopped doing radio in November. So I understand where you wouldn't believe me. Totally get it. So we'll see what we're doing here uh, going forward. Um, I have something I want to speak. One of the kids, I, I don't want, I don't want to give him, give him away um, because he may not want me to read it or say it's him. But one of the candidates brought in a story from the Herald. Now, I've been very critical of the Globe and Cullen uh, and Shirley and all those people here, obviously, for a few years. Um, but but one of these candidates brought in a story from the Herald that I'm going to read from uh, either tomorrow or the end of the week, probably tomorrow, that is absolutely mind-blowing. This story is, uh, look, I'm not going to say it's bullshit. I'm just going to read the story and let you guys decide. But it is crazy to me, A, it was written, and B, it went from um, uh, being written, give it to an editor, an editor reading this and saying, boy, this seems reasonable to me. I could send this out to the world. You get. I, I'm actually looking forward to doing this tomorrow. I almost feel like this should be an ongoing. I, I'm not going to use the word bit because I hate that word. It screams shit, old you know lousy radio. But it's going to be something going forward. Uh, we're going to find stuff like this and read it and kind of laugh at it because this actually made me laugh legitimately out loud. Worse, I will actually say this: Colin, at least like there was some doubts. He'd make you at least think this is the all-time biggest no doubter of all time. So. Uh, we'll read that, I think, tomorrow for Friday's podcast. Um, the Moroso podcast was universally hated, by the way, reviled. I mean, people were vomiting at it. So, you know, I guess I have to apologize for it. Um, but look, he's a candidate. I want to have these candidates on. We'll probably have a few more of them on as, as the process um, goes forward. I want to get into, obviously, I tweeted out, and Moroso did the video. I'm happy uh, that he did it. Um, I was at an event in Charlestown yesterday. So for a while now, I've been doing the old Kirk Minahan investigation into our mayor, uh, Martin J. Walsh, um, and some stuff uh, involving his his 
trying to use this, say this properly, because finances, I think, suggest something else. Um, there's things going on in his campaign, re-election campaign or fundraising world that uh, I had some doubts about that were brought to my attention after a story in The Globe uh, by Matt Stout at the end of last month. Um, and myself and two other uh, people I've worked with, who I'm not going to name now, they don't need to be named, have done some digging and have have a lot of questions. Um, so I called the two, not two people I'm working with, but the two targets sort of of this investigation, left them messages. They both work for the for this company called LB Strategies. One of them is Martin Walsh's, uh, Marty Walsh's girlfriend. The other one is this woman, Lori Bozio. Left them both messages. Um with my name and phone number. This was a few weeks ago. Immediately, I got a text from a Walsh spokeswoman, Megan Costello, saying, uh, can you email me the questions? They'd, they'd prefer not to answer them. Uh, on the phone, can you email me the questions? I said, I'd rather not do that. She said, we'd be more comfortable doing that. So I, two weeks ago, said, okay. Emailed them uh, 11 or 12 questions, which I'll read later on. Not today, but sort of as we as we wrap this thing up. Um, and I did not hear a response to these questions uh, at all. I called them back. Uh, texted back several times, got nothing. Um, and then some weird stuff was happening on social media with some people in the Walsh campaign. One of the people who's been working for me had sort of an odd situation happen. So I said, you know, I'm going to go, I've looked at Walsh's Twitter. I said, I'm going to go follow, find this guy and, and, and ask him these questions because, you know, no one's going to answer them. And I have a bunch of questions and they're legitimate. I spoke to the gentleman in the globe who wrote this first column, uh, which I'll tweet out again. He thought they were legitimate questions as well. So um, yesterday, I went to Charlestown, yesterday being Tuesday, um, and they were opening up, uh, they were announcing sort of this, the bunch of condos and townhouses around there, the apartment complexes that are beat up. Boston, they're going to spend a bunch of money to rebuild them and fix them. It'll be wonderful. There'll be, you know, there'll be real rain champagne and we'll be, you know, it'll be, it'll be only $30 million, which would be four times that. And it was just a series of Walsh was first and a bunch of people going up and saying how great the next person was. They went up and said how great they are, and then it was done. So towards the end of it, a, uh, uh, somebody who works for Walsh, I forget her name, she identified herself, uh, said, hey, you know, uh, Kirk, um, you know, uh, and I saw I was getting the old shifty eye, like, oh, Jesus, you know, he's here. She said, you know, the mayor would like to talk to you privately. Would you mind waiting till we're done here? And I said, I really didn't. And I wasn't going to interrupt. The, actually, the gentleman who manages these whole, all these apartment buildings in Charlestown came up to me before. Very nice guy. I talked to him for a few minutes, and I could tell he was like, oh, God, this guy's going to fuck up the whole thing. And I did not want to pull a stuttering John. I was not going to jump up and down and ask these questions. I was going to wait and be respectful and wait till it's done. Um, so I had no issue with that. I said, sure, you know, absolutely. Uh, and so I waited and waited and waited and waited. And I understand, like, the, the you know, Walsh has got to talk to people, and, and he's got to, you know, obviously... Uh, by obviously the whole potty training thing's an issue too. So you got a lot of stuff going on for him. I understand it can be difficult, plus the teething. So he um he was finally done, and I was waiting there, and I had uh, Marosa with me, and the woman brought him over. Again, I apologize for not knowing her name. Uh, he came over, and Marosa was filming. And before he got there, I said to Marosa, because they said we want to do it all off the record. We don't want to film anything. Uh, it's just going to be you and him. And I said, well, I'm going to have my producer with me. I don't want to, you know... Um, but I said to Moroso, we're going to be above board here. I don't want any bullshit like, you know, don't have your phone in your pocket. Let's not, you know, when, when we're done, we're done. Um, you know, we want the truth on our side here. We're not going to do anything where they have an excuse later to say they did this. And it was, 
you know, it was it was slimy and shitty and all that. So we we taped it. You might have seen it. We tweeted out yesterday. He came up to me and tried to get in my face. I think tried to be like union, like like tough guy Marty, and was like, you know, why are you calling me Marty the moron and all that stuff. And I'm just like, you know, like this is really like you're a public figure and this is really what you're upset about. I'm not, I'm not in the air anymore. Like I said to him, haven't called you that in a month in, in a few months. Uh, anyway, you know, I think you're a moron, which I didn't. I don't even know if I said it to him after. So we went back and forth. It was all off the record, so I won't get into the specific questions and answers yet. Um, I will say the answers were not satisfying in any way, shape, or form. And in fact, it made me more curious about the stuff that we're digging into and will continue to dig into. And we'll bring you exclusively here on Enough About Me. So that was sort of the takeaway from yesterday. The digging continues. Uh, when it's done, we'll have it for you. Um, a couple of other notes here uh, before we before we get this thing going with uh, Elizabeth Brown. Um <clears throat> from Reason, Reason.com. Uh, I tweeted out today, today being Wednesday, how much I like the Blind Mike uh, podcast, um, which he did with uh, uh, Mark Hammond's Balls uh, yesterday. And Mark Hammond's Balls does one that's called The Minifan Show, which I listen to and don't listen to because it it's weird. But I was interested in the topic they had on earlier this week. They had um, somebody who's a Howard Stern hater on. And it was a long conversation, probably a little too long. Um, but I liked it as well. So I recommend you go find those podcasts. Um, and I like the fact that there are guys who I have influenced, like who are doing the things and asking questions and having debates and shitting on each other and digging into things and not accepting things. Uh, there is an amazing um, lack of that right now. In this market, anyway, and those guys are doing it. They don't do it as well as I do, obviously, but they were influenced by me, and I take great um, pride in the fact that there are younger guys who are trying to be different, and they're doing that. I think maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it is called the Minifan Show. I think it's largely because of, of of what I have done and continue to do, and that's great. So I would tell you to listen to that, and it's far more interesting than anything else that you're going to listen to other than me right now, like anywhere around here. I mean, everything else is just you know what it is. Same thing every day, all the time. Uh, Elizabeth Brown from Reason Magazine. Let me. I just want to get her. Uh, I do want to get her, her handle right here before I hear Elizabeth Nolan Brown. You can follow her at E N Brown. She weighs in on the uh, on the whole situation with Robert Kraft. Uh, we talk a little bit about a couple other stories as well. I find this Kamala Harris and the whole. You know, I'm, I'm interested. You're gonna get. You have to get used to me during this this Democratic uh, primary. I'm going to be very into this because I love like bad, bad candidates, like even either side. I loved when Jeb Bush was a disaster, um, you know, and, and conversely, on the other side, I love when the candidate is just a fucking train wreck. And I think we're going to see some of that with Liz Warren and Harris uh, and Bernie and Biden. I think it's just going to be a mess. Um, so we're going to have some fun with that. Ask some questions about that. But we mostly focus on craft here uh, as she joins me on this episode of Enough About Me. All right, always good to have a fellow libertarian on the podcast. We don't have a lot of those. Elizabeth uh, <laughs> Nolan Brown. Uh, first of all, how are you doing? Secondly, um, so I guess you were sort of in, in, in the lead of this craft thing, you know, not even so much saying anything definitively from the start, but just doing something that, you know, we try to do that not a lot of other people try to do is simply have an open mind and ask some questions. Am I wrong about that? Uh, no, a lot of people kept saying, you know, how do you know for sure that there hasn't been any trafficking happening. And I said, I'm not trying to say that we know for sure, but I'm trying to say police have presented no evidence of that, even as they've been making these grand claims in the media the whole time. Yeah, so I mean, what, you know, and, and now we so now we know that, or at least, you know, there's, it's, there's said there's been no, absolutely no sex trafficking. And now, if you're Robert Kraft, like, wonderful, that's great. But, you know, 
Do you think the average person is going to pay attention to that part of the story? Of course not. Now that it's all done, you know, nobody pays attention to the end. They're going to focus on the thing. And if you ask 100 people who are familiar with the story, most of them are going to think that sex trafficking was involved. It's, a, it's like, how do I get my reputation back sort of situation? Right, and I mean, I think the only reason we're seeing anybody paying attention still at all is because of Robert Kraft being involved. If he wasn't involved and there wasn't still that little bit of name recognition to the story, people would just have totally dropped it. And it would have just been all the people who had been involved, they'd just be like, oh yeah, they were sex traffickers and no one would have thought twice about it. It's, it's, such a, it's, 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 a, it's a weird thing. So do, we, do you think it happened? You know, is it simply a case of the left, the extreme left, sort of jumping up and down and wanting it to be true so it sort of became part of the media or because the police were afraid to talk about it? Or, I mean, how did this become just an assumption? Like, wh- wh- is that just it, it, the media gone, gone crazy? Well, no, I mean, the media was mostly the whole time repeating things that the cops were saying. The cops were the ones that were originally coming out with these, and the prosecutors coming out with these crazy stories and saying, oh, these women weren't allowed to leave, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, within a few days, they had walked it back. But it definitely was the fault of, of the police at first in report. You know, media was just sort of reporting on that. Now, obviously, I think that it's media's job not to just repeat whatever probably... Well, that, so that, right, so that, Elizabeth, so that's what, but, I, that's what I was going to say. So I think my issue is, okay, so the police did that, and, you know, it's funny, like, now there are people who always believe the police who suddenly don't believe you know don't believe the police in this one but to me like the story and I guess I'm sort of hyper focused on media all the time my issue is more with the media who just says oh well you know okay yeah no problem whereas if the police came out we all saw that video of that kid getting beat up the other day right the police officer beating beating up that kid it, you know if they just said if the police just came out and said you know uh, we did nothing wrong they'd ask the media would ask a shitload of questions you know why did they just assume here to me a large large portion of it falls with the media who just went along with it Oh, definitely. But that's the thing you see all the time in these kind of cases, because nobody just wants the question, you know, they hear the word sex trafficking, human trafficking, they don't want to look bad, or they just don't believe that there'd be any reason for people to lie about that. When in fact, there's a lot of reasons for um, police and prosecutors and politicians to lie about it, because they get a lot of control to do all their old sort of just regular prostitution things, vice things, to do all sorts of spying on people and just all sorts of things that we wouldn't otherwise like until they say oh but we're doing this to stop sex trafficking and then people are a lot more amenable to it and are like oh okay and they don't pay attention to what's actually happening yeah i think that happens now all the time i mean you know listen look i mean i think particularly in like the me too era where look i mean you know if you're guilty if you're a weinstein if you're a law or whatever go to jail go away forever but there are people and i think everybody deserves a shot a trial someone i mean now if, if somebody points their finger and says me too you're done. Doesn't matter if you're innocent. Like you're prosecuted in the public eye. You're you're scum forever, even if there's no proof. And right now, the the a couple of media companies are actually fighting to see the video of Robert. Correct. Kraft. Yeah, that's a big story. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's what's just crazy because you know um, the police shouldn't release that. The police say that they got this sneak and peek warrant because they said there was human trafficking. Now they're saying, well, there was no trafficking. So they're just going to release the video anyways. So it's just, you know, it's... it's and you know what that's about? So, so the media and the Globe is involved locally, a bunch of local people. They're going to act like this is sort of a, a freedom issue, right? A free speech issue. Yeah. We deserve to see this. But that's bullshit. You and I both know they just want to get as many clicks and eyeballs as possible, which I get. But that's all it's about is everybody is going to be curious. It's just human nature to see Robert Kraft in there with a towel getting a hand job or whatever from some lady where, you know, it's got nothing to do with, you know, this is this is the, the, the media being being blocked they just want they just want it so they can make money off it totally i 
mean, and yeah, I'm as pro-transparency. And so pro am I. It's, as they come, yeah, it's a weird one. Is, it's yeah. a weird one. They've also tried to say, you know, that they need to see this because human trafficking is such a big crime, and this is a part of telling the story of that. And it's like that's the police have already said the prosecutors have already said that's not what was happening here, and they're still trying to use that to make it sound noble that they want to release these videos instead of yeah, they just want to get the the prurient interest and in the traffic from showing Robert Kraft and other people, you know. Right. And yeah, and you wrote about it in Reason Mag in, uh, on Reason.com. It was a good story about the, about the whole video thing with Kraft. But I, I just wonder, you know, like, so this story will go away, and it's odd as Goodell will suspend Kraft for something and fine him for something. But when you look at it, like, obviously, look, you know, he went in there and got whatever, and you can judge it any way you want. But as, as you know, as somebody who thinks that prostitution, as long as it's consensual and it's two adults and it's a woman trying to make a living, it, it, like, I have no issue with it. For me, to me, Robert Kraft, like, did absolutely nothing wrong here. Nothing. No, I mean, I yeah, I agree. And also, what's so crazy is they tried to they're trying to say that he did something wrong. These other men did something wrong to these women, but the women are actually arrested. Some of them still in jail, facing harsher charges than all of the men. Right? The it's crazy. It's crazy. Or you know, they were mostly giving massages, but apparently doing some sex stuff too. But yeah, they're actually being punished even harsher. And so you know, nobody's actually being treated like victims and shouldn't in this situation, but they are being victimized by police. It's such a weird time. So, you know, I've, I uh, maybe a, three weeks ago when the story first broke, I had somebody, I'm sure you saw the, the, this group of, of, uh, uh, of feminist groups sent out like the 60 or 70 of them sent out this document. I had one of them on. And to me, like, it, it's sort of anti-feminist in a weird way, as long as it's not sex trafficking. And I spoke to this woman about it. She said all forms of prostitution is rape. To me, it's anti-feminist to say that, uh, let's say a 40-year-old woman uh, free and clear in her own mind, wants to do that and make a living doing it, who the hell is somebody else to tell her what to do with her body? Right, but it's been that's been such a successful line of reasoning, unfortunately. I mean, you've seen both, both radical feminists, yeah, on the left, and a lot of Christian conservatives on the right that have seen them sort of teamed up and been it's like, true, and it's they odd. say all the time, all prostitution is sex trafficking, all prostitution. There can, there can be no consent, you know, and that's how they get around this and make it, you know, tell these stories about sex trafficking when it's clearly not happening the way when most people think of sex trafficking you know do you think that you think this video will see i know i know what the what the judge did the other day but do you think this video will see the light of the day it's almost impossible oh, to believe yeah, it won't I right it, i mean it's just it's i think happen. it definitely will and it's and it's going to be bizarre and people will laugh at it and it'll have their but it's you know in the end what will be lost is that you know the minute the story came out, everybody said, well, if it's sex trafficking, we understand. If it's sex trafficking, we understand. But it's not in any way. Right, sex- and they, I mean- still are act- they still want to see it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... And it's- the women are fighting, too. They're actually in court trying to get the videos not released, too, because they don't want these videos of them getting out, you know? And so it's it's not just... People will say, well, I, what do I care about Robert Kraft? He's a rich, you know, rich old white man. But, like, it's not just him who's, who's got, you know, a lot of stake in this. Well, I'd argue if it's... I also if think it, you should care about him, too, but I think we right. should care about everybody's privacy. Well, I'd say, even, right, if you know? don't, even if you don't care about Kraft, right? I mean, so the uh, if the argument is who cares he's a rich old white man, well, if a guy with $6 billion can't stop this... What's right. gonna happen? What's gonna happen to a guy who's making, you know, a guy who lives in Idaho making thirty-one thousand dollars a year is, you know, is single and wants to go to a massage parlor and, and get, play, you know, like, like, right. what kind so of fight? What, what kind of chances so he amazing. have? People keep trying to. I mean, people keep trying to say that because they want an excuse to just not care about this because they don't like Robert Kraft because he's a Trump fan or because they don't like the Patriots or whatever. But you know, it's like, exactly like you said. I mean, we should care about everybody being treated equally. But even if you don't care about him, if he gets this kind of treatment, exactly. Like, nobody else stands a chance. It's a good point, though. Like, how much of this do you think? I run into this all the time when I talk to people, especially people on the left. 
How much of it do you think is sort of this Trump residue where people have so much anger toward Trump on that side, so much, and they don't have a place to put it where they sort of shift it in other places? I, it's impossible for me to believe that it isn't a factor here. Yeah, I think that it's definitely a factor. I mean, he's had, I think, both of people not liking his team and people not liking that he's a Trump fan definitely serve part of, you know, this being such an, a story. But unfortunately, you have that on so many sides, you know. People only care about things when they can use it to smear their opponents, which is why we don't see any progress on this sort of stuff. Anymore. Right. Well, you see, even the with... media, you know. Right. But you see, even last night, with or the other night, whenever it was, with, uh, with Harris... Where, you know, again, she's a big feminist, right? You see her tweet all the time. She's this and that. Allegedly. But, well, right, right. <laughs> but when it comes down to should a female, like you're, you're okay, she's okay with a female, you know, having an abortion, which, well, okay, no problem. She's okay with that, but she's not okay with a female uh, deciding to use her body for sex. Like, uh, although she sort of is, she has to give it some more thought. She isn't, like, I, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, she's I, now sort of towing that line, which is, you know, one of those things, I think, just trying to be all things to everybody, where she's saying, well, no, I don't want. To criminalize the women for selling sex, right? And in her world, only women sell sex. But you know, I don't want to criminalize the women for selling sex. I just want to go after the Johns and Pimps. Right. So and she always says those together, as right. if people who are forcing, you know, there were the Johns and traffickers, as if people who are forcing someone into sex is just as morally bad as just paying for sex with another consenting adult. Well, and that's, a, that's right. a crazy way to look at this. But it's also like you know, this. I think she has in her in her mind. There's some of this, like the idea that it's all Johns and pimps, like it's a 1970s, like, you know, <laughs> movie. But, like, there's also, there is also in the world women who do this independently right. because, you know, they'd rather do that than work at Denny's because there's a lot more money, a lot more flexibility. What about that woman? Like, is Kamala Harris going to tell okay. that woman she can't do her job? That just seems well, nuts to say, me. Which is so condescending, saying, no, I'm not going to arrest you for doing your job, but I'm just going to arrest your customers. Right, yeah, you're well, actually able to make your own decisions. It's so but dumb. They're like culpable. It's saying you know women aren't culpable of making decisions about sex, but men are. It's a, it's a yeah. Isn't that, sex, isn't that, isn't that sexist? Yeah, definitely. The definition of it, isn't it? I don't like it's. Yeah, it's so bizarre. I, I don't know. The, the, and, and you know, I think there's such still in 2019 as we move forward. In some ways, still such a stigma attached to sex. I mean, when you when at the end of the day, Robert Kraft was horny. He got in a limo, drove somewhere. And some woman decided, agreed for a certain plight, price to pleasure him, and he left. Like, and she wasn't, by the way, held against her will. Who should no, really, who should really getting, give a shit the about that? Most women who work there owns the business or manages right. too, so they're right. making money. You know, it's it, instead of just you know someone going after doing stuff with him because he's a rich man, he's actually contributed back in this case. That's true, but I mean, you know, the idea when it first happened, I think we all first blush like right away, and I give you credit because you didn't. But first blush right away, you're thinking, oh my god, there's some. 18, 19-year-old girl from a foreign country who they talked about they were eating on the floor and sleeping on the floor and the place. You're thinking, oh, my God, these horrifying conditions. And, the, and as, as, as often happens, you know, whether it's Smollett or anything else, as the story goes on, you hear yeah. more and more about it. You know, when everybody rushes to something right away, when you take a deep breath and, you know, actually, I don't know, investigate and look at facts, it totally changes. Well, that's why, I, I mean, the reason I was skeptical of the story from the beginning is because I've seen so much, especially when you talk about Asian sex workers that are yeah. involved, people just immediately assume that they're trafficked. And especially if some of them, you know, don't speak a lot of good English, even though these were all legal immigrants here, but, you know, they didn't have the strongest English skills, people just immediately say they're trafficked. And it's, it's you know, really sort of patronizing, too. Totally ra- I think totally wanna, racist, by sure the way. Totally racist. But yeah, it's very racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I mean, like, you know, the left, and that's, by the way, all from the left. I mean, essentially, really. I mean, you know, the left is saying, oh, we care about these people, we care about these women. And, and as opposed to finding out, you know, they don't care about the truth. 
they'd much rather you know have it be this way, continue to go that way. I, it's 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 a sort of fascinating thing. I'm interested to see how it plays out. Like, I, I, what do you think? How do you think this looks? Say six months from now, where are we at on this? I honestly think people are just going to forget about it, which is unfortunate. But maybe at least there's been some lesson for the media in this, you know, to look twice at some of these cases because they were sort of, you know, went with all the big claims. I like to think that. Yeah, they're not going. Don't, you know, don't. Come on, you're smarter than that. That's no, there'll be no change. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw actually before. You know, I do know some individual reporters though who do after who do after certain cases that they will come away with this. It's not going to be. Enough, but at least, you know, I think more and more people are catching on slowly. These things take a lot of time, but I think people are catching on to the ways that people just use sex trafficking when they actually just mean prostitution. Right. So, I, so I, you know, I follow you on Twitter, and I was looking at your tweets the last couple of days before I had you on, and I, and I saw this, and I haven't really had a chance to talk about it. Like, uh, real quickly on this uh, Zarnayev thing, and obviously I'm from Boston. I was on the air that day. We were we were stuck in our locked in our office that Friday. We couldn't leave. Um, we covered the trial and all that. You know, I almost give Bernie Sanders credit because, you know, I don't agree with him, but at least he said it. He had the balls to say it. I'll go back to, to Harris, who, you know, about having a vote. She says, I think yeah. we should have that conversation. Well, you know, presidents of the United States, say what you want about Trump, whether you like him, hate him. He'll give you an answer. His answer, of course, would be no. Bernie's answer, whether you like him or not, his answer is yes. Right. When you start saying, I think we should have that conversation, that's the worst friggin' answer you can give about. And it's so disqualifying when you say something like that. And that's—I mean—you see Harris answering that about so many things all the time. Any controversial thing, it's either we should we should look into that, or we should really study it's that. Like, why are you running for president? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I think she wants to be all things to all people, which uh, you can't at this stage in, in running for president. No. You know, you've got to have some specifics. I mean, it's not just her. Obviously, there's so many of them that are guilty of this, but she's been, I think, especially bad at it lately. The other thing I saw you tweet too, and I I, I noticed as well. I watched the. Uh, the Durst documentary, and I've paid attention to it. That is wild. Yeah. That is that wild. Is crazy, so right? HBO. So if you're listening right now, and I, I talked about it on the air a lot, the Jinx, the documentary. The end of it, of course, is is crazy. He's 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 in the bathroom taking the piss or whatever, and he basically you think confesses right when you're watching it. We now know when you look at the transcript that they edited the end of it where he confesses. Like it's that's the crazy, which totally, of course, yeah, swayed public says, opinion. He says something like, "What do I do?" kill them all and then it turned out he had said kill them all earlier when he was like you know and then the it's like four senses later about things that he maybe didn't do right and did not do and then at the end he just was like what do you want me to do and yeah i mean that's shocking it, it, but yeah but is it though i mean is it i mean not, i mean like you know <laughs> like we learn every day something you think oh okay well there you go like it's it is yeah. amazing they never learn and, and this is gonna be part of the trial i guess right yeah they said the tape so yeah the hbo documentary is going to be in the trial now because Jesus. Yeah, this could, yeah. So, Elizabeth Nolan Brown, so you are, uh, we can find you where? We can find you at Reason? Uh, find me at Reason.com and also find me on Twitter at EN Brown. Okay. And do women, do you find that women feminists generally hate you now because you have like an open mind uh, and you're not afraid to ask questions? Or I mean, some do, but also actually I should say you should also find me at Feminist Liberty on Twitter. Feminist uh, it's a Liberty. It's feminist group I run and we're trying to sort of change the conversation about, you know, what feminism is and, and means right now. Well, what does that mean? What, what does feminism mean to you? I mean, feminism is, is individualist. It's about opposing, like, collectivist and sexist notions and saying you have to be like this because you're a man, you have to be like this because you're a woman. It's about treating people equally under the law. And it's, that's a strong tradition in feminism, so we're trying to sort of bring, bring more of that back into the conversation around it, feminist issues, not just the sort of progressive, Democrat, leftist, feminist perspective can, on things. Can you be a feminist and be pro-life? I think that you can, yes. 
I think that's a really complicated question, though. <laughs> it yes. probably is, you know, more nuanced than just yes or no. Right, right. Okay, so find her there. Find her everywhere else. We'll have her on again, I'm sure, at some point. Elizabeth, thanks so much. Thank you very much. All right, we'll see you. Thanks again. Thanks. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 